going. Derek, Gaderk, Gaderk, Gaderka, Gaderk, Gaderk. More likely to believe in a local businessman than a foul mouth jerk from out of town. Foul mouth? Fuck you, man. Worst or not, you are back with us, rocking with the worst. I am your host, Valio Iglesias, Poonani Franco, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, the Archduke Depeche Mode, Von Luft Balloons, uh, known to the ladies as a PM named Sugar Cookie, and uh, this is the worst case scenario with me, as usual, our Silvery Plath, Woko Ono. Alicia Silverstoned, a lady who doesn't turn her phone off. <laughs> and as usual, the man we cannot do without, Adam Strange, Forrest Gums, Tooth Willis, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger. Yes. Um, yeah. We have a, a short list of topics we could talk about. You know, you know, the world is burning still. And, you know, it's more of a slow burn now. But, uh... Do you guys want to start with uh, the problems of Alex Jones? Uh, I was just listening to that on the way over here. Infowars is over. Infowars, they all filed for bankruptcy, all of his companies. Well, no, I think all of the public-facing companies are what's over. Have you seen any of this over No. All right, so what was it? Either a year year or two ago, I want to say it was 2020, Mm -hmm. uh, he... All right, so but you are familiar with generally the worst with Alex, Alex Jones. Jones, correct? Yeah, he goes on the internet and he and says they're out to get us all. One yes. of brother, they're first, gonna kill us for some reason. One of his like bread and butter issues, kind of that he was really cashing in on, was that the Sandy Hook massacre was a false flag, and that it was you know all crisis actors, blah blah blah, and so you know there's enough people with enough money and stature to file a kind of class action lawsuit that actually you well, know well, that, he, that he that Alex Jones lost. And the story of that is he he kept getting on his radio show and saying the children weren't really killed. Mm-hmm. They either didn't exist or they just they were fake and they got new names and moved somewhere else. The parents were all liars. And there's crisis actors. Yes. And the relatives of the teachers were also liars. Mm-hmm. And that after saying that, not that big of a deal to him, he says that didn't hurt them. What hurt them was all of his listeners started death threatening all these people. And he would actually have mm-hmm. lists of their names on his website of like, here's those fake actor people. It would be horrible if you gave them a hard time and then people would seek them out. And then they sued and eventually I think got 10 million in the end. I think it was even more, but either way, like. But all his companies only have 50 grand between them all. Or, no, 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 no. He has, and this is really kind of a crux of the whole thing, is that he's filing for bankruptcy saying that that's how much money they have. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. as people with that kind of money do, they have lots of shell companies and different, you know. And so from the minute that the lawsuit was filed years ago, obviously years ago, I can't remember what year the massacre happened, but pretty much very shortly after he started talking that bullshit, they filed the lawsuit. Obviously, it takes years to go through it. But in the meantime, he's been moving money around from the companies that you can know that he owns, the front-facing ones, you know. He put his house then, in his wife's name. Right. And which they, they realized 
like the court saw him doing that and was like, no, no, right. we're, like we're classic, taking that too. Yeah, classic divorce dad kind of shit. But he um, he moved the money around enough to where like now he's filing bankruptcy, and so it seems that like oh, Infowars is going under, but really it's just like the Purdue Pharma shit that we talked about mm-hmm. uh, on previous episodes, which is just that like no. The American financial system allows you to, like, pretend that you don't you have money you. that you really have. You so know, you don't so. pay people off, and then you just come back later mm-hmm. and make yep. new money. All right. Off of the money that you hid, you know, because it takes money to make money in this country. And uh, so, yeah, no. It, the the bankruptcy will allow him to continue to do the show, InfoWars, yeah. and not pay the commensurate amount of money that he's supposed to but maybe because right now like we st- they still don't know what's going to happen if he can't pay up to a degree like they're, they're basically the judge is not chilling in this right. in this case like he's not just going to be able to start working again and the judge not be like okay whatever profit you make now like the judge will come at him like that or has I mean, stated that <laughs> and as much as uh i don't have a lot of trust in that i will say that is partly not that like OJ's not out here, you know, sitting in disco clubs recording, you know, his opinions on the Will Smith slap or something, but it has, you know, crippled or at least impaired OJ's ability to really have OJ yeah. money anymore. He's know? not doing the Samsonite commercials anymore. He's doing commercials for something like ED drugs on right. the internet. I don't and even know. Agree or disagree with whatever you want to on the OJ bullshit. Um, the reason at the end of the day that he went back to prison or that he went to prison yeah. for the 10 years that he did for the robbery, yeah. you know, is because they crippled his funds in enough yeah. Yeah. that he had to do something like that. Well, he has this thing, too, where he can't take his money out of Florida. All right. Because Florida has laws that say you don't have to pay civil suits, mm-hmm. but the rest of the country doesn't. So any money he makes anywhere besides Florida yeah. is the Goldman's. Right. Because he owes, like, they still have a $30 million settlement on him. So anything he does make that can publicly be touched outside of Florida, that's a big part of his income. That's why he lives and stays in Florida now. So another big right. strike so for Florida. Are great. we predicting that? I don't know where Alex Jones lives now. I assume it's Austin, Texas. Texas is where his whole start came out of Austin. And remember, when he came out first, he was in no way right wing. Mm-hmm. He was against Bush. He was against Bush Senior. He he kind of like started while Clinton was in office, but he was mostly anti Republican and anti like rich person, and had this whole theory that the billionaires are going to kill all of us mm-hmm. and then just have the planet for themselves. That was one of his main back stories. And like he snuck into the Bohemian Grove while Bush was president, and, like, filmed some stuff, and that's kind of got him... Wait, you said OG Bush, like H.W.? No, or secondary w? Bush, yeah, little yeah. Bush. Dub, dub. But he, he had, um... The dub. At that point, he was on AM radio one hour a night mm-hmm. in Austin, Texas. And so your listeners there are going to be more left than the no, rest and, of Texas. And, and I don't, like, n- I'm not it, it was, as OG Alex Jones as, like, that, but... Well, but I, but I do I remember early Alex Jones, and he wasn't. He didn't bother me then because he was going after my enemies or whatever, or people that I was against. So, but the thing is, once he got out of Austin, he got this like Nash, this whole Texas radio deal, mm-hmm. where it became a two hour a night thing for the all of Texas. Mm-hmm. 
the same anti-liberal stuff wasn't working anymore. And that was right when Barack got in. Mm -hmm. So as Barack's becoming president, he's just like, well, Barack is the devil. Let's do this. And this switched his whole thing over to that. The same billionaires that are killing us all, they installed Barack and let's go with this. And then right, that got see, him national. Right. News. And I'm not saying that the going national thing doesn't have a lot to do with it. I just think that Alex Jones' timeline is not unique to him at all. It's that's no. how as and we've talked about this a lot on the show is that like conspiracy theory ism mm -hmm. not conspiracy theories but the ism like where you just like that's kind of your lifestyle yeah that, that's <coughs> his it, product that's his brand it and is his product it absolutely is but it all went from you know it's it's I don't want to say born. It's kind of born, really, in the Ken at least in America, in the era of the Kennedy assassination, yeah, where like you know it's in its infancy there, but it becomes a a more prevalent thing when I think people of our age group are around in high school with your like um, what's his name, Behold a Pale Horse, yeah. fucking Bill Cooper yeah. kind of shit, and then you know, and, the it, and it stays. You know, Nazism and Zionism, mm -hmm. like the, the roots of like the theories of what Zionism mm -hmm. was, not right. the actual Zionism is right. the same thing. Right. I mean, basically, there's an Illuminati. They're controlling everything. Right. And Absolutely. we have to take out the powers that be and take over for ourselves or something. Yeah. And there is there is a weird kind of double helix mm -hmm. in conspiracy theory shit. Right. Because, you know, you have your Bill Cooper shit which at the time seemed pretty i don't want to say left-wingy you know to me yeah, like everyone yeah, i yeah. knew who believed in like behold a pale horse was either a hippie or a hood dude you know what i mean it's like you have like every hippie on dead lot and also like wu-tang well, remember you're rapping about between it, you know what between I mean? like, kennedy dying mm -hmm. and um clinton mm -hmm. they're you know the the establishment was was conservative. Absolutely, you know there was Jimmy Carter for a minute, but that really right. didn't count because he only got four, you know, one term. Or, but and also, he, and he our wasn't in charge of Congress. Was just born at that point. So that that the conspiracy theories were always against the powers and the powers that be for yes. that entire two Absolutely. three decades were the Republicans. And so it wasn't until Barack got it that mm -hmm. you know, and I'd say you know the Clintons, mm -hmm. because even right, when the, even at the end of the Clintons, conspiracy theories were still more against. It wasn't water, white water. It, you know, Watergate was still bigger than white water in mm -hmm. a weird way or whatever. Like people still believe that. Right. But also this is what I would say is that I feel like probably, and this is me speculating, obviously that's all I do on this show, but uh, is like Republicans had been in power, like as you say, for 12 consecutive years. You know what I mean? From Jimmy Carter all the way up to the first Bush, you have from 80 to 92, mm -hmm. you have you know, Republicans are president for 12 years. And then, you know, for kids of our generation, like we were in high school when, you know, I think it was in eighth grade when Clinton got into power. And I like, I just graduated. When I think you, that was my first vote. Wait, Clinton? Yeah. I was graduating. You are not that much older. I graduated in 92. You graduated high school in 92? Yeah, I'm class 092. 47, my age. I graduated in 94. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Graduated in ninety five. Look at the spring chicken over here. Um, be that as either way, uh, we are at a point where like the Clintons are still also as far as like 
like Republican Democrat goes, which you know, n- n- no one on this show is either Republican or Democrat. But um, even them, we were like, yeah, fuck them too. Yeah. Like all, I think all three of us were like, yeah, fuck Bill Clinton. Way before there was a fuck Hillary movement, we were all like, yeah, fuck Bill Clinton too. Well, I, I would say it wasn't. And that's why we're all like also still fuck Biden too, because when he was in the Senate, you know, they're all right. Like Bill Clinton and Biden are writing the crime bill yeah. and doing all that shit and saying shit like super predators and all that shit. And like, you know, it later... People are, like, using it as gotcha stuff against Hillary. But, like, when we were, like, in high school, we were like, yeah, that's fuck shit. Yeah. You know, I was like, what do you mean he he inhaled? He didn't Didn't inhale. Fuck you. You fucking smoked that weed. A a big one. I didn't really realize during Clinton how the economy was better until during Bush when it wasn't. And, like, all of a sudden was like, how am I broke? I've been having money for so long, and now it's just gone. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, I didn't know it's because I just always was poor. Yeah. I mean, well, I... But I got really poor once Bush came in. You know, I don't know how or why, what happened. Well, I guess my point being, though, that like the as all this timeline relates to Alex Jones is just that the reason. Well, I don't know. You can say the reason. But what ends up happening is that the conspiracy theoricism Mm -hmm. as like a lifestyle is more of a like a left leaning person's kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like poor people. It, yeah, but it and, was, and it, it still right. is. It's everybody now. You know, what I mean, it's it's definitely now mixed it's just, across the spectrum of anyone can have. Right, because we're talking, but we're talking about pre-internet days. Yeah, and so like it's not until the like, but right-wing people mm-hmm. were about Reagan and Bush and then W and like you know none of them had any reason to not be pro-government. Yeah, and then once a black man gets in office, you know, yeah. conspiracy theorism, theorism, you know, goes pretty hard to the right, and then you know, some people on what you would call the left, who probably, but you know, they're just not down with the government. So you thought they were the well, left? They are now, right? Like, <laughs> it's it's just, but it flips. You know what I mean? It's a it's a much stronger right-wing thing to be conspiracism not to say you know what i mean you follow what i'm saying you got to think of the idea too of like what if the conspiracists conspiracy theorists have money Mm -hmm. because that's a difference with i'm not saying everybody that's into q has money but republicans tend to you know Right, but think no, of themselves as I having more money. So my, when they actually have the power to like dig into their conspiracy, right. you never heard of a left wing conspiracy like bringing the gun to the pizza restaurant. Yeah, totally. And I'm sure there's there has to be things that came of left wing conspiracies, but usually there's things people talk about, not act on. There, there is one that I have read about, and I can't bring it to mind at the moment. But um, yeah, just generally though, um. If we're talking, but we're talking about left wing. Our experience of left wing is the American version of it, you know. And the American version of the left wing doesn't generally assassinate motherfuckers. There was like the the dude a few years ago who like shot up the people on the baseball field. Yeah, you remember? Um, but other than that, like the American left doesn't really assassinate fools. You know, like the left gets assassinated. Like that's. 
Yeah. I feel a big part of why, like, you know, right-wing people feel so confident and just like, yeah, we'll show up. We'll we'll not just raid the Capitol, but, like, we'll walk around in the mall with an AR-15 kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's no. and Alex Jones, this an the, original thought. He, um, he doesn't make as much money as other people in his sphere. Like, there are other guys that are more... Less, way less famous than him, but mm-hmm. make more. And like uh, Bannon's not a good example, but Bannon makes an ass load more money doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, get a website, get a podcast, run with it, get all the money, sell herbal supplements. Like, where they even the new Spider Man, they made James Jonason into Alex Jones. They oh, had Jay him, Jonah Jameson? They had him as he's a guy in his apartment. <laughs> Jay Jones. The Daily Jameson. Bugle was a website, and he's like, while he's doing his thing, you see in the back, there's like a big stack of herbal supplements. That he's I gonna start talking seen, about. Is that No Way Home? Yeah, and the new one. Because I'm kind of wanting to watch it. It's so good. But it's just funny that he became a trope, and now he is a literate. You know, there is a new in the modern internet writing world. There's that trope of a guy sitting in a bedroom where I'm sure he had a studio he rented. You know, doing a news show on YouTube. You know, but then he lost YouTube. Then Chibani apparently he he said that Chibani was sneaking in illegal immigrants and all their yogurt factories. In America, yeah, like, wait, you mean Shabani, the the Greek yogurt? Yes, yes. And they sued him for hundred million and won a, a while ago. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was a hundred. It was, it was wait, a lot of millions, but they but won. That doesn't bankrupt him? No, that didn't. That wiped him the fuck out. And that actually happened, and he kept going. And that that was one of the first cases he had against him was saying that Shabani's was bringing in immigrants into the country. That's like the pre Wayfair shit. Yeah, and that's a weird one too because the Wayfair guy is pretty hated by on the left because he is a fucking he's like a Ron Paul kind of guy. A libertarian is that the mm-hmm. right thing for it? Like, you know, yeah. he's like he wants you to use crypto to pay on Wayfair because he doesn't trust the federal government. And he is a definitely more right than left. And when when their website when they came up, I just thought that was weird. I was like, wouldn't they be like on Target or I don't even know. Wayfair is definitely owned by like a a very strange man. No, but so, oh, sorry. Overstock too, both of them. Apparently both of their leaders are like these crazy liber- right, libertarians in Utah in cabins that running an internet company. If like if I had to speculate on Do they on... sell young girls on Overstock too? No. They're just they just <laughs> have similar owners, but I'm sure somebody <laughs> thinks they did. And I just like the idea. Yeah, you just buy one of the rugs. You go on our website and you buy a rug. Well, we know what you're doing. We'll send you a girl. Cuz you think somebody would have bought the rug by mistake. They're like bought no, the rug because they the wanted prices? the rug, and then a nobody girl would have got the Nobody would pay that price. You wouldn't pay twenty eight thousand dollars for the Christina rug. Somebody might. I, don't know. I mean, I've, yeah, I've seen some egregious pricing. Um, I just don't understand why. I mean, they, I'm just kidding. There's but a whole, I'm just saying yeah. that that's the thing. Like when you look at the listing and the people that believe that this is what's happening, and you look at it, you're like, why is that a thing? Like it is weird. Like that that's reasonable that they all have. Certain great, names and that they're these astronomical prices of like tens it would be, and hundreds uh, of thousands of dollars for items that no one would ever pay. And I'm like, why is that even a thing? But no, that'd be I a great understand. scam. Maybe they doctored the photo just to get you to think that that's. What, I don't have no fucking. Nobody's. Clue. I don't know. Nobody's calling the police. I don't believe a damn thing. I you know, like if, if you order your kid on on Wayfair for fourteen grand and then right. they don't send one, what are you gonna do? Right. So it's, they could they could just be making money over how, hand over fist and not delivering because. It's like robbing drug dealers. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like though. No, I don't. I don't believe it. There's a, there's a whole dark web they can use. There's no reason to use the front of the web, which, which is what I thought of when I first heard <laughs> the of that. Front of the web. Well, there's a million oh. websites with that you don't have the address, so you can't get to them. You know, right. like that's the. 
They but have a whole dark web for that. I also just feel that um, this is the version, like, how we uh, kind of discuss sometimes, like, you know, that the Democratic Party or the left or whatever you want to call it uh, is just... It, it never gets anything done because it's a constant bickering of the minutia of, like, what well, language, to, like, what pronouns to use, what this, the, what that, you know what I mean? And it's just, like, people will be on your side and you'll still, like, ostensibly. Now Manchin, I'm not saying Mansion just now. There's always going to be. That's the problem with Democrats. No, Mansion. One of them is, is always going to feel plant. different. He's a hoax. Yeah. Cinema and Mansion. That's a plant. I am a hundred percent sure well, of that. I'd say he's um, a he as a plant. He is a electric power plant. Yeah, like, absolutely. They just New York Times just did this big speed like deep dive. There were like five podcasts about it. I mean, just now, like in the last four weeks, about mm -hmm. how how he gets his money. And there's this thing called dirty coal, which is like some kind of goo that comes off coal when they absolutely. use it. Absolutely. He found the way to sell that to a power plant. Yes. But then the power plant way was back like, in the day was like, hey, but it costs us more than that to make power. So like you know, us using that, we're going to lose money. He was mm -hmm. like, hold on. So he runs for governor, mm -hmm. and he raises all the electrical rates. Yeah in West Virginia and then lo and behold they can buy it yep. and now he has this huge lucrative business of selling coal waste that makes absolutely more pollution to a one power plant that they don't even need on the line like apparently they don't need this power right. plant it's just making extra power and most of it goes out of state anyway. one specific company and that's the government at work now just now there absolutely. was a, there was a deal going on and he was like I think this build back better thing might happen it, it, there's there's a chance it's going to happen and there was a deal where they were going to sell that power plant like an uh, out of state uh, foreign co company was going to buy it west virginia legislator said no 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 we can't sell that to an out-of-state place the next day he was like build back better is not going to work have you seen the yeah. build back better sound bites from all over the world and all of the different world leaders that use the phrase build back better now i don't know it's super weird it's like one of those very surreal things where you just sort of see like a montage and then you're in this country and they're like build back better and then this country we're going to build back better. And it becomes this thing that like starts to make you feel like you're insane. Oh, and you're like, they I'll all bet you it. an advertising company was paid for. And they were like, okay, make America great again. Find something else that makes them think of that, but isn't that. And then they were like, okay, here you go. Because it's the same exact better. message. Right. But okay. But no it's, matter who is selling it. Right. Well, but build back and, brings the again part into right. it. But it's better same thing. is. Right. But you both know, I'm sure. That you can like, be gay. Make America Great Again is actually Ronald Reagan's mm -hmm. slogan. Right. And, That's what I'm saying. Trump yeah. ripped it that does off, right? not matter. But they're so, all the same slogans. Right. But where and um, they're not just American. Where the Biden campaign ripped their slogan off from uh, is uh, it's I can't remember. It's either Florida or Louisiana, but, but like it's not Biden. The, I'm telling you, this right. is international. Okay, I'm get I, I follow what you're saying here, but we're just talking about branding, and it's that uh, that comes from. One of the American hurricane states, it's yeah. like whenever they get their shit knocked down, their slogan became like, yo, build it back better. You know what I mean? So, like, that's the Democrat version of the MAGA thing. You know what I mean? And, and yes, you are right. It's like there's a messaging that goes out and everybody gets like oh this is what we say this is the message build back better so it absolutely um, especially right now when like most western countries are in lockstep you know like boris 
Schultz, they're all fucking kicking it with Biden right now. Like mm-hmm. everybody is riding against Ukraine or, or riding for Ukraine. With Ukraine now. So therefore, I can definitely... Before, before it was the most corrupt country on earth. Yeah. Now that's... Apparently, there's been a, a big hit to, um, to dark web in general by what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. Apparently, there's like these huge behind-the-scenes cyber battles that are like basically trying to knock down all kinds of parts of the internet mm-hmm. but we like uh, the america americans apparently somehow like have been heavy blocking traffic that's not in the front like so like anybody trying mean? to like like say your cable your your broadband using mm-hmm. with your name on it and your ip address flying through the internet nobody's going to get in your way mm-hmm. but if there's people using like a onion, big onion networks or VPNs, they're just like throwing roadblocks at them and throwing bits of code to slow them down in general for anything they're doing. So anybody doing ransomware, anybody posting sites on dark web, mm-hmm. any sites that aren't on like very well-known documented servers okay. are all being hit and slowed down right now so as they won't be able to attack as much. And there's mm-hmm. more fences up on the internet right now than there ever have been. Is that because of Russia. the Russian war in Ukraine? Yeah. And it's like Russia trying to keep tra- traffic in and out, you know, from going into their place makes it like harder for them to do cyber crimes. And if Russians are doing cyber crimes, it's not from Russia. It's like from Budapest or whatever. Wait, so is this kind of this, the, the dark web version of sanctions? Kind of like, like people on the dark web are just chilling right now. Like people that usually do illegal stuff are like mm-hmm. their eyes looking at us in ways they never have before. So right now we're just going to cool off until this war is over. Right, because did you see the uh, painting that was sold at Sotheby's auction? That's called Blue and Yellow, and it's the Ukrainian flag, and it's sold for forty six and a half million dollars. What? That's a lot of millions. Yeah, that is a lot of millions. Look at it. Yeah, <laughs> it is a canvas, and the top is painted yellow, and the blue bottom yellow, blue it's, and yellow. Have you ever painted yellow. blue? <laughs> have you ever heard of Rothko? It's sold for no. That's it's a Roth. No, it's a Rothko painting. Is it? I think 0. right. Five. Million? Yeah, it's a Rothko. I was going to say it's, that just looks like a Rothko to me. I mean, yeah, so that's what they sell for, painting, right? Yes, I believe so. But you know that now, real quick, is what it? you know I what you know what he is, would do? That blue part, sure. mm-hmm. yes, he sat is. on a chair in front of that canvas for probably like three weeks, looking at that blue and being Did like, he? he was an insane person. Rothko, most of his paintings are just red. I mean, it's a big rectangle of red. There's the Rothko room in the Tate. They're red, but there'll be a little. You'll see. It's not just solid red. He's and he actually did that. He would sit there to paint a canvas red for three months and paint it again and paint it again while his family's at home like, where the fuck is dad? You know, they're like, he's just sitting in that chair staring at the painting right now again. It's been fucking five days. And yeah, Rothko is a weirdo. But that sold for his name more. I mean, the Ukraine thing probably helped. But oh, the Ukraine thing fucking sold the fuck if, out of if it. If a Rothko touches the market. It's the same as like a, if a Warhol touches the market, if a Basquiat right now, like the, he's one of the like top 12, 15 names right now is I don't I've never been a fan. I've never understood it. It's as a painter. I am deathly jealous him and like St. Ives so to St. Ives. He, he painted canvases blue. That was his whole thing. And his his wouldn't have detail. It would be solid blue. He would make sure there was not a brush stroke. And then he, those things are selling for millions right now. And he would he wouldn't even do it. He'd he'd go, Hey, Bill, get a roller and turn that canvas blue. Cool. And that's you know, same with Warhol it was like, Did you guys finish my paintings today? Nice, let's sell them now. And he would just it's bizarre. It, art is and especially right now, because of all the sanctions, art is gonna start you're gonna start seeing again like record breaking price at Sotheby's, sixty million for a 
art is doesn't make any sense when you like compare it to fucking food you know and fucking commodities that human beings need to live and i love i'm an artist i love art you know but those numbers is, is just insanity you know i hope my children can sell my paintings for that much when i'm dead but <laughs> no you don't hope you hope that you can sell them now while you're alive oh no i would become a total dick Bango if my sold painting sold that much painting when he was alive yeah, see, that's One what I'm saying. Painting. That's what I mean. I don't even need to release my music anymore. I'm just like, I just make it and hide it. These people don't deserve my art. They can't afford my milk. No. But you want to see that be sold now during your lifetime and be appreciated. Partially. No. Now. I would. And I, I would. I would. If I had enough money to live, I wouldn't care so much. Because I really think if I sold a painting for $40 million, I would become like the most intolerable asshole you ever met. Uh, my, my brain would, I'd be fighting it. My brain would be like, you're a genius. That's why you have that money. I would be like Kanye. Can we what make a documentary called that? Genius? Why don't you want that? I want the money part. I don't want to be an asshole that runs around. You don't around. have to be an asshole. You can be a genius. I know you're a genius and have like all the money in the world from the art that you create and not be a fucking dick. It doesn't mm, have to be that way. It's I, not an either I know, or. But we've had the same discussion about billionaires and how there can't be a nice one because the idea of once Baby, you get you that billion. you are not going to be a billionaire. You don't know that. <laughs> you don't saying. know that. Let's I, I might learn how to steal with computers better. I'm just saying we can create something that allows us to be reimbursed for our creativity or our lives well, or whatever and it not be now necessarily that, evil. But none of us is trying to be a billionaire because if you had that much money, you would be doing so much for other. Here's the thing. Now that Alex Jones is gone, there's a really big hole in the Internet that needs to be filled. And worst case scenario, shall fill it. No, I'm kidding. I, I've been wondering why there isn't like, <laughs> why doesn't like the left doesn't have that like there 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 isn't a um like the closest thing i can think of is fucking chapo's trap house you know which is not like alex jones at all because the left has so much and i'm not identifying with it you know as a standpoint but the the left has so much creativity and so much well that's what i mean you think we, we could make lyrics up and ways stories. of expressing themselves and doing all this stuff Comedy. we don't really need one particular person to fill a space yeah the other side is just it's white bread. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if you don't have anything on it, it's just fucking white bread and yeah. so you need the filling. But the left it's, is already full of creativity. But that's also it's all like, the soul on like the, on the downside, that's why we don't have assassins. Yeah. Like if we had right. assassins, people would listen to us more. See, also we'd get more done. I don't know if you ever listen to Doug But I do agree with you. Doug Stanhope's podcast. Like every now and then, Doug Stanhope will have like a solid month where he's just becomes the left Alex Jones, where he's pissed off at politics and he's yelling at everybody. Then he goes back to like just talking about whatever the fuck happened that week, you know. But he would make. I a, didn't think he still did his podcast. I haven't actually listened to it for a few months now. To be honest with you, I I thought he just stopped doing it years ago. But oh no no he's still I'm a huge know, Stanhope. Fan. Yeah no he's still out there. In, in some farm in Texas once a week. Fucking Wait, in yelling. Texas? I, he no, was I in it was Bisbee, Arizona. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's right. The same thing. Same I mean, come thing, on. Right? Yeah, I've been there. It's the same thing. It is enough. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's out there. It's close it's, enough. It's, it's close thing. enough. Yeah. I don't know. It's arid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot and hell is arid. R.I.P. DMX. Also, uh, not to sidetrack, but R.I.P. Kaysley. Um And Gilbert oh, Goffrey. Yeah, Wait, he... Gilbert Godfrey actually died? Yeah. Okay, because here's the fuck shit. I didn't see a single fucking thing in my feed about Gilbert Godfrey dying. 
but I what I what I did see was one thing that said Gilbert Gottfried's last tweet was yeah. about Chris Rock and Will Smith. Yeah, he was like defending Chris Rock, and I was like, oh, so, and then I was like, wait, did he die? He and then I kept scrolling, and I was like, oh, he must have quit no. Twitter. Yeah. Elon kicked him off Twitter when he was. Right. <laughs> Elon's not buying Twitter, by the way. No, they, we know that. They but initiated wait, the poison uh, pill. bought his little bit of it. and Wait, so how did Gilbert Godfrey die? Bill Gates is buying all the agricultural land in America, he, though. He had a... Um, Side note. What do you call it? A... Um, Aneurysm? No, it just said um, hidden illness. Like, he's he's been sick with something for a while, and he didn't tell anybody. He had something caught in his throat! No, but I'm wondering, ah! it's like... Is Aflac going to keep on fucking copying him in their commercials? Because they mm-hmm, fired him question. when he made jokes about Asian drivers. No, no, no. He got fired for that fucking 9-11 joke he did at the hmm? at the roast. Yeah. I didn't know he that. He did an amazing 9-11 joke, like, right after 9-11 at those uh, Comedy Central roasts. And it, he did it on TV. I mean, look, feel how you want to feel about 9-11. <laughs> but I'm just going to say, to be a comedian and go out uh, on national TV when it's still sensitive and make some 9-11 jokes like that, that'll get you kicked off of Aflac. Yeah. But yeah, they still, I'm pretty sure they're still going, Aflac! Oh, yeah, commercials, yeah. And that's, that's him. And apparently there's like, like 200 hours of him being that parrot. I know. I mean, in so much as you can like, you know, just feel for the loss of any human and then just remind yourself like we're we're all heading out like everyone is gonna die yes you know we're all I moving, feel a little like we're all moving in the same direction I, I don't know like i do you feel like a deep sense of like missing him are you guys really like um, you're longing for that no no but to, like but no it's melodically def- singing well, your ear to this day no like, no come on I, I did like how john stewart used him as the voice of jared kushner I don't know if you saw any of his episodes, but since there wasn't actually Jared Kushner's voice, you can't find it. There's like very few videos with him talking. He was like, I have this statement. We're just going to guess what his voice sounds like. And then it was always. And it was just like the most obnoxious voice ever. I don't know. And I'm with that. Um, No, I wouldn't say like I. I'm not going to lose sleep over Gilbert Gottfried, but I will say that like, yeah, I had an infection for Gilbert Gottfried. Like, as the. Predictably. I wasn't the, a fan. The celebrities... No, and obviously he's really easy to be annoyed by, to not like, and to ignore for cause. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I liked Aladdin. The short list of celebrities that I was like, damn, that I actually gave a fuck about are predictably rap-related. Like, yeah. in the same year, we lost Shock G, Bismarcky, DMX... Uh, gifted gab these are like celebrities that i was like don't you don't you feel like at a certain age though you come to a point where you just begin to be like fuck yeah you did it you rocked it like we love you so much that was amazing and permanence is real like we're all dying also five dog oh shout out to my hoodie right now absolutely um Yes, no, no, it's it's not... You know, like, it, at some point, you're just like, yeah, like, you did it, though. And, like, we're all on our way out. I don't know. I, I, I completely agree with I you. I get exhausted no. by the mourning process, no. then there's think, one, at this age. Then there's ones where you're like, wait, he was still alive? Yeah, absolutely. I get that at least you're once like, a year. Oh, I'm like, oh, I mean, shit. Oh, no, and there are many celebs... How can celebs, I miss you when I already thought you were gone? Right, and there's many celebs that are like that, but 
every one of the people that I just named are people that I knew were alive because I'm still just such a fan. And I'm not saying that, you know, I have any like, like they were my relative or something. But th that would be the short list of people where I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm not going to get any music from Emma Doom anymore. Like, fuck. Man, yeah, that's, that, that, that's, that's a bummer, yeah. dude. You know, or just like hear stories that Bismarck he tells on random podcasts. You know what I mean? Like, sure. and like you but know. That would that's what oh. makes it so great. You know what I mean? If you have it forever, it's just, it's every day. I completely agree. What makes life meaningful on a, or gives it meaning on a certain level. Not to say this all of it, but like well, on a certain level. is like yes, the meaning. Yes. Fi to, because humanity is finite. That is what gives what you do here meaning. I'm, it's not like I made hey, that. Speaking of rap up, and death, did you hear about what happened? Like I think it was like a week and a half ago. Fucking Kid Creole from the what is it? Grandmaster Flash's crew yeah, 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 from Five. Yeah, killed somebody on his way to work. He's a security guard and he was on his way to work, and apparently somebody jumped out at him and yelled something at him, and he stabbed him with a kitchen knife and then went to work. Whoa. Ooh. He carries a kitchen knife around. Does he still live in the Bronx? Now I don't know. It was it was in New York, but I didn't see where. I just saw that he was on his way to work. Somebody jumped out at him. He stabbed him. Going on to work, and then they came to work later, and we're like, he just went on to work. This kid Creole work here. Call somebody. He did. Yo, if if when he did it, did witnesses report that he stabbed him like, like that would be sick as fuck. Um, you know, not to be insensitive. How quickly um, the tables turn. They do. But like, you know, I didn't... He's I, just an everyday Joe. But so that, again, where the rubber meets the road of this conversation, I didn't realize that Kid Creole was still alive. Yeah, but Cowboy is dead and he's yeah. probably the most famous, or not famous, but like yeah. most important lyricist of the Furious Five. What about the crazy Except for Melly Mel. Okay, Melly Mel is dead. The mass shooting in Brooklyn that led to zero deaths. Oh, How yeah, yeah, How bizarre is that shit? Yeah. The guy who smoked, smoke bombed the train. Smoke bombed it, yeah. shot up people, 27 injured. And All he had been like 13 gunshots planning it. He had two different apartments. He had like an apartment in Philly Not full of ammo. Died. And he had just like a truck full of guns. Everybody lived. Yeah. Also, can I just say, Smoke Bomb the Train definitely sounds like a hyphy song, like like a Bay Area, like, I, Smoke Bomb the Train. My son yes. was so, fucking for real, and he was like, that definitely like, that sounds to get like a Batman villain situation. He yeah. was like, oh yes. that sounds like a Batman villain. I'd little like, Man, yeah, Little Man was, was like, the first to point that out. I was like, how, how did I not see that? That's, and also, that's definitely a Bane thing to do. Shout out to Zach, the Bodega Boy. And uh, I, yeah. I rue the New York Post that did not give credence they did to not, Zach at they all. They did not at all. What an amazing dude. I thought he was amazing in the fact that he simply said, Did you see this stuff? We have no. to watch out for our people because so life the, is great. So and the way that like, they finally... Yeah, Zach. Yeah, the way that they finally catch the subway shooter... But you know, he, he did call and turn himself in. Yeah, but they did along with, like, come get him no, then. No, no. They ain't come get him. Or they showed up at the McDonald's and he wasn't there. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, there's a there's a dude who wants a bodega in the East Village who like saw him drop off a bag that apparently was unrelated, which I'm like, how can that possibly be unrelated? Nobody just drops 
You don't just purposely drop a bag in front of a bodega for well, you, no reason. You never know. You might have borrowed something from somebody and you need to get rid of it before you well, get... Well, he was clearly trying to The city is very random. Up. He did call the tip line and said, like, yo, it's me. I think you guys are looking for me. I'm seeing my picture. And granted, in New York City, they were probably getting hundreds of calls from people oh, pretending yeah. to be that person. Yeah, so, for sure. yeah. you know, like they say, like, we went to the McDonald's, he said, and he wasn't there. But probably they were like, yeah, whatever, buddy. I mean, like, it's like the Zodiac Killer. Like, people want uh, yeah, to impersonate calling it whoever in. is, but, know, And maybe the, the bag drop having, like... That there was nothing significant in the bag doesn't mean that the bag drop wasn't significant. Because he was like, yeah. yo, I've called, like, I've done everything. I shot up a subway station. I feel really thirsty right now. Like, How maybe, shady can I look? Maybe if I just, if people see something, they'll say something. <laughs> Like he's like, look, dude, I don't really have An anything. An unattended bag is a really big deal. I've been to JFK, and I can tell you that if I just look really greasy when I drop this bag, that someone will call it in. And that being said, the owner of the bodega who he dropped it in front of called it in. And apparently... Not that this is germane to this topic, but speaks like five languages, has a lot going on. His name is like Zach Daganahan or Daganahan or something. Um, But he gave a really just jovial, exuberant, what I could only describe as an exuberant It was concise and poignant, and I thought that that was the best part. It was great. We have to watch out for each other because life is great. Absolutely. I'm paraphrasing. But he that's does, basically what he said. And I was like, fuck yes. Right. Like, that is a really great way to just sum it up. Like, I'm just trying to look out for my fellow people because let's celebrate. Like, a lot of this shit is pretty cool. And he does. He closes the whole, like, you know, short burst interview with, like, because we got to look out for each other because life is good. And, uh, and it is a little heartwarming. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I will say the fucking New York Post does a whole fucking thing. And this is really emblematic of the New York Post and nothing else because they're a bunch of fucking cunts, allegedly. Uh, but they just leave Zach out of every part of it. They just put in everything except for like, and Zach looks vaguely Middle Eastern, and I don't want to like point. No that finger directly, but I think, I, but I think we know what the New York Post I is about. I thought it was phenomenal, and again, I am paraphrasing, but it was like a man went into a New York subway station and opened fire and did this and this, and no, it was like he went into the subway station, he did this, he threatened all these people's lives, he injured all these people, and allegedly opened fire. Like the allegedly word landed at the very oh yeah no end. What was it? That he was the was smirker. All that he smirking did. madman. After all that he did, but his Instagram posts did include so many things about mental health, you know. And I think that right, but I think you're. Your original point is uh, pretty brilliant in the sense that, like, the headline literally reads, well, you can't say literally in something like, but the ballpark was like, smirking madman. 
And then three Who senses terror like, in this subway station when by he doing this allegedly when he allegedly opened fire. <laughs> opened like, fire. I mean, it's like yo, allegedly is the opener to that sentence. You're deep in the insults when you finally get to allegedly shot some people. Uh, but that's again that goes back to clear New York Post flavors. Well, there's a, a funny thing I like the news. Thing, aggregator I use will have like a story and then like two or three other versions in the little box with it so they're like mm-hmm. if you don't like that one you can read this one you know they're all three about the same topic but often if it's the New York Post is the top it'll always be something where it says something and then the other three say the opposite where it'll be like did Biden fart in the elevator? And then the other one's like, Biden definitely did not fart in the elevator, says CNN. You know, like, it'll it'll be that of, like, it'll always be something of, like, is this a thing? And then the other three are like, that's definitely not a thing, but here's the news. Yeah, like, like, smirking president. The real news. Farts in the stink box allegedly trace back to the president. I do feel grateful that the... The words about mental health are being focused on for this individual and that it is not a white man and that we are still able to say that in most of the mainstream media... I mean, white men can't even get hired for the good crazy jobs anymore. I feel like... Nobody feels for us. But he didn't actually get any of them, though. There's so much. There's so much there to unpack about mental health and the fact that this person is posting these things and crying out in these ways and trying to express all these concerns, and then he does this act, and that it's staying in the vernacular around him. And what we know is that that's not normal. Like with pe- people of color, like that's not the way that we usually speak about them. So well, especially um, when they're like the mass shooter. Because it's always like... Well, they're like never the mesh. I mean, that's just not common. No. No, not for these... No, not for these reasons. It's like if a person of color is the shooter, it immediately goes to terrorism. Or money. Or robbing them. Right. Or it's like, oh, they're a drug-related killer. Or like, just depending on what nationality is. It's gang-related. There was a shooting, but it was gang. So they're like, oh, that... Oh, well, that, that explains you know, like, everything. Not like and, gang know, members like can have mental issues too. Mental health issues like PTSD and, and many others. No, that's a big one is the idea that like at some point, and this is like this, this the slippery slope, like the bottom of it is all crime is mental illness. Yes. We need to reprogram I everybody. I agree. You know, and that's the thing is like once they need to check well, I mean, everybody's yeah, mental illness and decide what the what the baseline is. not even mental illness. No, in many cases, it's a very natural response to the culture in which we are embedded. That, that's where yeah. I was going. You know, so, like, yeah, if you're going to you qualify... a person who's reacting to a very fucking mentally ill culture and a mentally ill, insane society, yes. and you're having a natural and logical reasonable reaction to to not the and no resources to like the idea that like many rich people can be in the same predicament you know and not do something about it or get in trouble for it if they do because of resources like Mm -hmm. poverty in general you know like if somebody's poor don't even fucking look into it just don't lock them up because i'm not gonna waste my time right and also there's there's just a dismissive way to uh, just justify American culture where like, oh, it was a Middle Eastern dude, it's terrorism. Yeah, it was a white dude, oh, it's mental illness. It was a black dude, it was gang related. And like, it just seems a little bit, not, not to dismiss the other causes of it, but it seems a little bit, it just seems a little bit NRA-ish 
to like have a way to dismiss everyone and not be like wait why the fuck do we all have so many guns and so much access to be able to just have guns everywhere at all times and it just that seems like there's a very american aspect where like everyone gets their own dismissive thing it's like when you pull the little strings like the cow says moo and the you know the fucking like everyone has their own way to be dismissed but it's like what about the woman mass shooter have i mean i'm sure there has to be one or two but i don't know are there wasn't there one with that um wasn't there a couple in California that they both shot up the spot? Well, there was the one in Vegas where they Apple dressed like the their Joker. Phones. And then, uh, I don't know, is there is there a woman mass shooter? Or like, I know y'all <laughs> kill people on question. the low. No, there has to be at least one, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, and y'all call us hysterical I because of our uteruses. I didn't. The funny thing is I don't even know most of the names of the men. Like when we say Sandy Hook, don't remember the guy's name the kid or whatever whoever did it i don't remember the, the one that just happened in like michigan or wherever it was that the, the recent one the young guy but well you we know but that's because we're i remember in dylan roof yeah. name you know dylan roof definitely you know he's um, a dude shit i knew that dickhead's name who cried on the stand until just also a dude it. yeah yeah dudes dudes do the shit kyle rittenhouse yo you can't spell dude without do yeah i mean yeah rittenhouse for sure you're absolutely right. Women generally don't mass shoot because y'all poison us in our sleep or y'all light our beds on fire, you know. But that's I'm not saying we didn't ever come situation. Absolutely. But well, the when, word whenever hysterical it, comes from us. Yeah. But I'd say the Well, um, men there's a weird, your shit. The weird American right. Christian so thing about killing all your children so they so they're still innocent and they won't go to hell. And like drowning him in the bathtub one by one, like that's something that women in America do. There's been about fifteen or twenty of those that like women are like, the world is evil. If my kids grow up, they're gonna sin. They're going to hell. If I can take them all out now, they're all going to heaven. I mean, if you want equal pay, <laughs> but that's a weird one. I don't think that's but exactly a man, but, true. but last Men week a man that did that also with their children. Uh, no, a man a did it more like also a week ago. Fathers do it more often than anyone. Ouch! Don't even. But they don't do it. They don't do it for that reason. They're usually there, you know, they're not doing it to save the children's souls. I don't think that there's stepdads so can leave, bro. Necessarily <laughs> do it for that reason. I think there's a lot of reason yeah. that women in postpartum no. psychosis often, can do all kinds of things. Often they, this is like the ones that have, as of late, when they say later in court while they're doing it, that's you, that's sometimes their reason. And that's a weird one. It's just like, it's just definitely a Christian thing. You know, like a lot of other religions don't have that. You have to get out now before you send thing. I would also be curious to see how many of those people that was actually the thing or that's the narrative that was created by an attorney leader because well, she was experiencing a postpartum psychosis state and did certain acts and therefore her attorney turned it into because we are in yeah. a puritanical christian society that is facts when you walk into court if you say it was for this reason will they take mercy upon you if you act as if you were so enmeshed into mm -hmm. this bizarre narrative mm -hmm. that they were somehow this that like they'll go lighter on you and yeah. that's the attorney's job like i don't fault that person absolutely i don't necessarily believe that that is actually how the thing right many women are motivated to no, like it would be, it. it would definitely be a really hard thing to parse out. I mean, in anyone's 
case, but it would be very interesting in the point that you're talking about to be like, when these things happen, what were what, you? Thinking? What was the actual truth, what was and what was in your mind? what was the defense? Because like the the you closest, can't. right? But the closest you get to it is that show we used to watch, where it's like. Uh, all the you know this the not the serial killer shit but like the killer it's like oh i became a killer and then the people that actually are like have pled guilty and like oh yeah i'm never getting out so here's why i did what i did and then they start giving you that it's like inside baseball I mean, and you're like oh and you know that it's real when you hear it because you're like He's like, oh, yeah, my co-conspirator, that's not why he did it. He said this to me while we were doing it. And you're like, yo, he has nothing to gain from this. He's never coming home. Like, like to, if you could get, like, certain women's, that's the closest you're going to get to that, is, like, women who are never coming home being like, okay, so here's really. They said it was religion, but let me tell you why You're not going to get that in that situation. Those women are never <coughs> going to be on you don't the think so? I Am a Killer show. You're not gonna get that. It's a really different because you different think like the game, like the page is gonna keep them off that, or you think that it's because like they'll keep themselves from saying it, or because I think it's very distinct. Like the thing that you're talking about is mm -hmm. people on a show called I Am Killer. They're on death row for something that happened, right. and nine out of ten times they did it when they were very young. Mm -hmm. And you can understand now what we understand about brain development is mm -hmm. that their brain wasn't fully developed, right? And that now. It is. Mm -hmm. And so they're able to look back with a matured brain mm -hmm. and look back at the acts that they did and like reflect on them and discuss what happened. I don't think that's the case. If a woman is in literally like postpartum psychosis or mm -hmm. some level of that kind of like break from reality right. and does something like that, there isn't a time that she's likely to come on to a reality show documentary and then talk about it because it's not the same ability to reflect upon a decision that was made when you were a kid right think of all the fucked up shit you did as a kid I you can unfortunately have said it, right? it out loud not say. thought about it till i said it out loud on the show a lot of times yeah like you can say like oh my god when i was a kid i did this because i thought this or i thought mm -hmm. that but a lot of these women they're not still in that stage of development of their brain they're literally in a psychotic state and they right. can't so, go back and then sit there and have an interview and go oh i was just thinking this let, but wait let me ask you this uh to clarify because i'm genuinely interested do you think that they can't say go back and be interviewed about why they did what they did because this the postpartum psychotic state that they were in is like a general malaise in their memory or it's like something they can't deal with now, years later. No, and I don't. Or it's something else. Like, like the American version of postpartum is like six weeks. You know, right. like that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like literally these like shifts that can happen, breaks that can happen, something that was asleep in your mind that can be triggered. Well, whatever and, it was, and happened. rewriting your brain. Like you know, like I Absolutely. know I'm not the same person I was five years ago or six years ago because having a kid made me do different things so long that I'm used to those things now or whatever. So like you know like the depression can rewire your brain to think this is reality when it's not right you know? so, so okay. then even though the depression is gone the mapping of your brain is now solid in that place you know right so my question again being is it because they don't know why they did what they did when they were in like this mysterious psychotic place or it's because i think, all I think that yeah 
all yeah, different. 100%. Like, you, there's no way to put any kind and of, it, like... Especially if religion's involved in it to a point, because that can make people have their entire world view be their own. You know, like, different than what you might be able to get your mind around. You know? Absolutely. Everyone is so distinct. And I think that in a lot of those stories, and I do think that that's a really badass show. Like, I, I love watching it. But I think a lot of them are looking back on a very younger self, and they're like... I thought this, or like I didn't have a true conceptual understanding. Also, most of them were very, very abused individuals. Right. So they were coming out of like a PTSD and like hyper abuse situation. And so therefore, like other human life represents something very different mm-hmm. to you. You know Absolutely. what I mean? There's not a sanctity of life yeah. value that was instilled to you. And that is something that you know, you require sort of as like a human being coming up. So if they didn't have that, then, but then as they grow up and then they're just going to be on death row and they kind of grow up and their brain matures and they start to look back and they're like, oh my God. And, and maybe they are fortunate enough to have the sanctity of life, you know, understood in them. They can look back and be like, I didn't feel that. I think a psychotic break is very different. Okay. That's not what I think the, a lot of those people were experiencing. Even the woman that mm-hmm. has her episode with mm-hmm. the guy. And they're like hippie kids right. traveling, you know? Yeah. And she kind of describes the whole thing that goes down. But she's able to sort of like step by step take you through like, this is what I was thinking. This is what I was thinking. It, it wasn't so much a psychotic break. It was kind of a PTSD response to things that had happened to her. And In she was past. like militarized. Yes. Yeah, because she was, like, you know. Anyways, I think it's just like two separate ways of looking. And I think it's why you're less likely to find a woman go into a situation and just mass murder people. Right? Like whatever she's going through in that moment, a psychotic break is different than just going in with a plan, with a period of time, with preparation, with – I mean these guys are over and over – Imagine the amount of planning that that would take any of these individuals to do this stuff. Yeah. You okay. know, but, and that's and so mo- different. And most of them like order shit online way in advance, you know, like their fucking body armor or it's whatever. Super different. Like we no, don't operate the same way. You are absolutely right. But you, uh, and this is not discount your point, but. You have to say and, not but. Okay, I'm yes anding. Are we doing improv now? I guess kind of we are always. I'm just saying. I'm yes anding. Annie, get your gun. Um, No, because I'm not. And you are completely silvery. You are completely correct. Like, the statistics don't even compare by any means. (laughs) There's not even statistics to compare, really. But... There is the one that uh, you're the only person I ever hear bring up, which I think is worth mentioning, It, which is like your squeaky froms and the Manson family women, which is that it's even when you turn it upside down, everyone blames Manson because that's the patriarchy taking away the agency from the women of that. It was a which, very personal killing. It was not a mass murder of strangers walking in. It, and my understanding is that it's two mass murders of strangers walking in. No, nah, they, they 
targeted that house because there were famous people there. Yeah. Right. I mean, so it, it's random in that degree. They don't, right. But they it wasn't like, let's just go know, to, let's just But it's not going tape. into a Walmart, a fucking right. movie theater, right. a fucking. But they, that doesn't mean that you know parlor. Sharon Tate or anyone no. that, or but Roman Polanski or anyone. different motivation. Well, they went to that house because Tex had been there before. Or some shit like okay, that. Okay, but be that as it may, that doesn't just because you've been somewhere before doesn't make people not strangers. No, but it's a little, di- it's a and little different bit different. Concept, they were they were targeted though. in a way. They weren't just like a guy walking by on the street. It had to be somebody famous that would make the papers. I completely agree with you that it's very different than walking into say to start a, race a Walmart or. It had an intention beyond I'm just going to show up in a random place right. to where Americans at this point, right? We are uh, at like 50% higher violent crimes than we were two years ago, right? Right. That yeah, is where we now are now. spiking. It again. is spiking to a bizarre degree. Obviously, I would assume pandemic related, whatever. Or malarkey teeth. But when you look at a grocery store, a mm-hmm. Walmart, a movie theater, a right. nightclub, a right. whatever the fuck it is, that's a very different thing than a house that you choose with specific people in it. And Bec- you go you're there. saying because they have a level of well, like, money. Like Paul's There's Night a narrative Tower. attached saying to Paul's it. Nightclub. Mm-hmm. was a targeted thing you know they, they were random because people but they, they were, went there for gay people for you know whereas people, right. people going to schools are pretty much that's the closest place there's a bunch of people near near them and that'll make the news i think and you know, i don't know for sure but that's right, you know like maybe school, you just don't like children that and some of them have been people that I'm went to kidding. that school obviously you know, but all no, but I mean, the that late can, ones that can aren't, be a thing because it's the same as go to those schools. Dylan Roof went to a Baptist church for a specific reason, or for black people. The Pittsburgh shooter right, or the Christchurch like, shooter went to uh, the synagogues okay, for a so specific the bolder, reason. Boulder Publix, right, or right. whatever the fuck that, whatever the and the movie theater, was. but that's the movie and, and the train station, right? The mall, the things that we read about where there isn't anything that we can tie to race, gender, age, whatever thing mm-hmm. that mentally ill person is experiencing, and they're spiraling that makes that vilified in their mind. Mm-hmm. There's just random acts of violence that mm. has no narrative attached to it. We can't find a motive. Like the DC sniper. Yeah, eventually like, we what? got the motive, but that was totally random. That was just like, is there a person you can see? Yep, get them. Right. Yeah. Like, like, is there a motive that's attached to a narrative in your mind that somehow this person is vilified because of something about them? When right, you but take I don't, all I of don't that know away... That makes it any more of like a random act of violence because... What when you think about like what like if you're gonna get down well, to they're the, listed as hate crimes, on, right? Not hate, random. Okay, yeah, that's literally but does, the opposite. But does of a hate random. crime make it any less random when you're the person experiencing it? You like, oh, I went to a public, I went to the synagogue, I went to whatever. Like, yeah, if somebody beats also, you up because you're gay, or somebody beats you up because right. you're walking by, is, okay, is definitely different. Okay, totally different. Okay, it's they're both scary and horrible. I mean, yeah, like but they're both awful events that yes, shouldn't they're occur, both but horrible, they're definitely but different. Me, right, but if people shoot or beat you up because you're Jewish, because they think that you're involved in a fucking secret cabal conspiracy, to and that you actually control the world. Is that any random, any let, any less random to you 
as a Jew to be like, dude, I was going about my day and this dude started punching me in the head or shooting at me. Definitely. And that's less random? If I'm I in a pub- you I mean, I will tell you right now, punch. if I am but- randomly in a Publix mm-hmm. and I get shot by mm-hmm. a machine gun because yeah. I am there shopping, mm-hmm. or I am in a situation where it is all women and a man walks in and shoots all women because he is a misogynist that hates fucking women, mm-hmm. it's different for me. Are they both horrifying and the yeah, possible like, end of my life? Yes, but in Definitely. that moment, is it but, any less random? I mean, who no, cares in no, the but moment? That's the thing is, in the moment, When you no. get shot, it isn't just... When you, person, moment, when you get shot in public... experiencing what, it. Of course, yeah, no. Yeah, but you're going to experience it for the rest of your life. Death. That's not what you're we're not about. You're not going to experience it in the moment. You are going to experience it in the moment, and then the next day, then you're going to think about it the next day, the next day, the next day, for the rest of your life. Whenever you go into Every, a shopping center, you're going to think... Hope I don't get shot. Yeah, every single person who's a fucking experiencer of random acts of violence, that's what the rest of your time is, bro. Yeah, but are you thinking like, I can't go anywhere, or like, I probably shouldn't go around big groups of Jews anymore? I mean, it, it will affect as a Jew. I think all of it. It'll make you. It just makes you think different things. I honestly think it's I scarier can. when it's people who are just killing randomly. Like when I see somebody, like a shooting happened. And I hear like, well, that guy got fired from that place and came back to shoot it up. For some reason, that's comforting to me more than guy just walks into place and kills everybody because then that can happen to me. And they both can happen to me Guess at any what? time. They can all happen to you at any it fucking doesn't. time, I'm just saying, bro. But you still feel it's still a thing. If somebody's like, there's a murderer in your town, and he's going after black guys. You'd be like, OK, you right, know, that sucks, but not but for me. Not but then if you hear he's going work. after bald guys, you'd be like, oh, shit, I better not. You know, leave every, the house without my hat. Every Jewish person in the world knows that anti-Semitism is a thing mm-hmm. and it's something you have to deal with. But when the Christchurch shooting happened, do you think that they they were any more or less prepared for what happened? Like when the dude who tried to run over everyone, uh, all the women in Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. the guy who called himself the ultimate gentleman. Yeah. Right. Do you think that when the minivan was running down the street and just trashing people, now he did run over dudes, Yeah, probably not because he wanted to, probably because he was standing in front of some chick this guy was trying to run over. Do you think that you experienced that kind of shit in the moment? Not in the moment, as no. As anything different. No, in the moment you feel pain. Holy fuck. Yeah. And then, however, whether you're the dude that got ran over or the chick that ran over, you can get the information later. But do you think that that trauma is going to be... Now, granted, everyone will process it all different. Yeah, and that's... The... But that you can measure that? That just seems... Well, if you're going to talk about it, you're going to have to get on the microphone. It is, it is partial. I still think it's the the thinking about it for the next 10 years like the ptsd lasts longer than the moment yeah 100 well yes i mean 100 percent. but like ptsd kind of is the moment born over and over again yeah I, I agree with you like yes i don't i don't think that any of us are really on that different of a page right now yeah. uh i'm just saying that like random acts of violence in the moment are random acts of violence there's a thing too about like no knowing why that i think is better for the human brain too like Mm -hmm. if you know why that guy if he's a racist it that makes sense to you even though you know it's horrible and it shouldn't happen but it still makes sense and i think people need that and if you took away 
all of the times that someone targeted a, a specific person because of their race, gender, culture, religion, whatever their thing was, yes. and you took all of those intentional killings out, and we mm -hmm. only had random only acts of random, violence right. left, we'd have a lot less people fucking being murdered. Yeah. Period. So is it about the individual experiencing? No. When you experience trauma, whether you're a child being abused, whether you're a person being raped or killed, whatever the reason is in that moment, no, of course it isn't about, you're not using your logical brain to understand the motives of the person that's abusing you. That's not the relevance. But if we can understand that there is a separation between random acts of violence and people who have a narrative in their mind that is anti vulnerable people <laughs> or specific people based on some kind of construct of their mind that makes them different or other and you take all of those crimes out and only have people who are that out there that did, they just want to murder motherfuckers they don't give a shit what color you are what gender you are what sexuality you are we would have a lot less violence period oh yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand, like, the point of being, like, in, in that moment, are you experiencing it as a hate crime? Like, yes. Like, if I... No, I'm talking about the person's experience of it. I'm not talking about why it happens. When I'm... Okay, so I guess it would just depend on the circumstance. But, yes, in many circumstances, I probably... If it was somebody that was targeting me because I am a woman... Mm -hmm. I would definitely know that if I wasn't a woman and that was the whole narrative, After I wouldn't fact, be being would murdered. After the fact, you would I wouldn't be being raped. No, if I'm being raped, like I'm pretty clear, like a lot of it has to do with that particular person's narrative and that they're doing something to violate my body because I'm a more vulnerable person. That is an accurate statement. Like, yeah, it would be I don't a have factor. to say out loud that it would that's be a an factor. accurate statement. If I was a child, if I was a, you know, if, if, if I was a person of color and I was being called explicit words while someone was doing something or they specifically came into a place where I let myself be vulnerable because it's my place of worship or a home where I live or because I speak out. Yes, that would be a relevant factor to me. Absolutely. Of course. Yes. After the fact. That's. No, I would say in many cases that that would be something that it is inextricably linked to the entire experience whether i'm a woman or a child or a vulnerable person or in a place of worship where i feel that i am allowing myself to be vulnerable because i'm trying to be connected to my spiritual self or whatever the fuck it is no you're talking about like are you using your logical mind when you're experiencing trauma to that doesn't make i mean who cares like what the fuck like who cares no thank you for speaking for me though that's not what I'm saying at all. I don't know. Then I what I was know. just what somewhere. I was merely saying was just that random acts of violence are random acts of violence, and when you make it logical to be like, "Oh, this person did a hate crime because this," the person doing the hate crime is not logically sound in the fucking first place. You don't know that. Do you think that mm -hmm. fucking white supremacists are logically sound? Do you think that, like, I don't think that someone I think that is I like, read a yo, quote. it's cool that I do this. Like, if you're already doing it, you're fucked in the head anyway. And the person experienced the fuck shit that they're doing is not being like, yo, I have to dodge these bullets right now because this is the logic behind it. Okay. I mean, I'm... 
you lost. Well, me. like, would you I rather don't... be shot <laughs> or, or shot like... and called the N word? I does the N word not matter once the bullet's in? Because I think it would still hurt. You know, like insults aren't nice, so like it would be like salt on your wound. Again, I think none of us are following each no. other right now. But so. you know that venereal disease has been making a comeback over the last three or four months and that we are at record levels of clap and syphilis in America. Indeed. Gonorrhea and syphilis have made a comeback. And I thought at first it would be because... And HIV. And most people think that it's because after the pandemic, all kinds of extra fucking started happening because people got back out. But what it was, was yeah. during the pandemic, nobody was going to the doctor. So lots I've of people that had theories. it and they would have gotten the penicillin, never got around to getting the penicillin. And now everybody's got it. a lot of theories it. about it. That seems to be the one that, I mean, that one makes sense. People didn't. Uh, I, did, I haven't gone to the doctor. Both feels solid. Both feel solid. But Random yeah. acts of fucking. But the clap is back. So be careful, everyone out there. We're astronauts. Just protect yourself. Wrap like, it up. Uh, yo, wrap it up, B. So on behalf of these random acts of violence, Silvery Plath, a.k.a. Woko Ono, a.k.a. Alicia Silverstone, and uh, my man, Adam Strange, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger, I am your host, Valio Glacius, MC Onion, the Rapscallion, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie, and two wrongs don't make it worse, but two wrongs don't make it right, but three wrongs definitely make it worse. Hey, this is the worst case scenario. Good night.